on the Koshcast. Spurs profit from a wasteful Leicester. United confirm Fulham's status as the league's court jesters. Hotter than a matchstick, Aguero gets a hat-trick. Chelsea need an upgrade or a patch. It's not just nicotine that this team needs. It's a Mane or a Genie or a Salah makes it three. So settle in for all this and the Champions League. And welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Roche is here. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very well. Bernie is here. What up, what up? And Mohanad is here. Hello. With your mug. I'm so thirsty. He is a mug. <laughs> we're all mugs, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, right, we're all doing well. Um, we've been looking this weekend for a Chelsea fan. <laughs> Bernie specifically has been looking very hard for a Chelsea fan. Yeah. To tease, and yeah. I don't think you've had any luck finding any. Uh, no, my Uber driver is a Liverpool fan. That's those are the lengths I went to to find a Chelsea fan. Although Strangers. I had dinner with one yesterday. A Chelsea fan? Yeah, a friend of oh. mine who I didn't even know watch football until he went. Did you guys watch the game? I was like, you're offering this banter to me. <laughs> um, this is when you bring it up. I think we we ended our co-ed game the other day, and like as. People were leaving the field. Bernie just yelled, anybody a Chelsea fan? <laughs> and someone turned around and said, I don't think anyone would admit it. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, that was. Um, um, so, yeah. What I happened? Mean, what we're referring to, of course, is Manchester City 3-0 up in about 15 minutes. Manchester City 4-0 up in about 20-something minutes. And Manchester City 6-0 up at the end of the game. Could have been 8. Could have been 9. Chelsea absolutely smashed. I want to start with the... Chelsea keeper. What do you guys think about him? I, think I, I mean, it, not knee-jerk off this game, but I just never thought he was worth the money he is, and he just hasn't shown it up to this point. And I thought a few of the goals yesterday, as good as Aguero's shot in the corner was, I felt slightly taller, slightly faster keeper could have made a, a good save out of that. Oh, it's hard to say. I mean, City, they completely dominated this game. The Chelsea defense was ripped apart. It's really hard to say that the six goals were down to keeper error. And, like, in the last couple of weeks he's played, he's actually been okay with his distribution. Yeah, but I, he costs, like, what, 70-something million. Like, yeah. that mean, that's a keeper that, like, just, I don't know. But that's, the, but that's, so, Kepa is, what, 20? 20, 21. Something yeah. like this. So, he's a very young keeper. I don't even think he expected to be in this position. He's not one of those people that anyone ever put in the Alisson, De Gea, Oblak, Tostegan, that type of thing. So well, someone did when they paid seventy million. Well, for him. that was his release clause, so they had no choice. That's well, the choice was to not get him. Well, the choice was to get something because Thibaut Courtois basically forced his way out for thirty-five million, and Navas. Chelsea had to have a, a gut reaction and do something. Navas would have been a smarter move. Look, I'm not saying I'm saying he could still become that guy. Right. I just haven't seen enough. Not just this game. Up to this point, I haven't seen enough. I, and I think that's reasonable, but I wouldn't have expected to, as Bernie said. He's really young, especially for a goalkeeper. Like, 21 is absolutely nothing. Most 21-year-old goalkeepers are about two or three places away from first-team football. So the fact that he's even in the starting 11 of a senior team is impressive. And the, the other thing, you're right? Bless you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bless you, Ronald. Yeah. Be- better to let it out, though. I Next know. time, just go for it. Yeah. I thought your head was about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> like Roche's volcanoes. Oh, there's many of those. But back to Mohamed's point on the goalkeeper. It's surprising that you started with Chelsea's goalkeeper in this game because I really think even if you put David De Gea or Manuel Neuer or both of them in goal at the same time City would still have scored Oh six. yeah for sure I'm not, I'm not saying it's his fault I'm not saying Chelsea would have won I'm just saying it highlighted something that was in the back of my mind for a while is that he just 
needs to step up big time to be worth that 70 million that they paid, I, and he hasn't done that yet. It's been what seven months, eight I, months into the season. I, I think I think a bigger problem than a goalkeeper. I mean. There were lots of individual defensive mistakes. Now, some people say that, yes, Chelsea were bad and the formation didn't suit them, whatever, sorry, stubborn. But with all those things taken, individual mistakes from Barkley, from Hazard and Alonso, all those guys, it's very difficult for, as a coach to deal with those things. But then again, and you guys know I'm not a sorry guy. I'm not going to make any apologies for him. But you cannot keep, I'm going to say this, he had Koulibaly at Napoli. Yep. He had um, Heisage... What's this guy's name? The, the I don't know how guy. you pronounce it. His I don't know how you pronounce whatever, it. He yeah. had some of the best players in that position in Europe on his team. David Luiz, Rudiger, no. They are not good defenders, and that's what happens. You only get beaten 4-0 by Bournemouth, 6-0 by City, by not having pure defenders when you play this particular system. I find that difficult to, to deal with. In that... I, okay, I don't think Rudiger is particularly good. No, he's not. But Antonio Conte used a system that worked for the players he had. So he won the league with David Luiz in the center of a back three with Cahill, and who was the third one? Yeah, well... Um, Christensen was there a few times. Christensen was there in the second season, the, in the, the first season, is... I forget. But the point is, if you're player, you're right. Those two center-backs aren't that good. Mm-hmm. And if you know that, you have to devise a system that is not going to, week after week, show that. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy in front of them is also not a defensive midfielder. Jorginho yeah. has zero physical ability, zero tackling ability, zero heading ability. So you have two, according to you at least, bad center backs with a guy in front of them that is a deep line midfielder, you know, more in the mold of a Pirlo than a Gattuso. Yeah. So, and there is a Gattuso that is playing in the, you know, up top, in, in like the, the top of the triangle in the midfield three. I just think, at the end of the day, we're going to pick point what went wrong with Chelsea, but I think City are truly, truly in the Premier League. If they want to turn it on, they can beat any team in this league 4-5. Of course. They really can. And it just happened to be City, like Chelsea caught them on just a very good day. I mean, City, we expected City to play exactly like City do. I think Chelsea were just flat-footed and they were opened up by a set-piece in the, in the end. And the rest of City goals, besides Aguero's long-range goal, I think it was set-pieces, a couple of penalties, uh, you know, your tip-tap-tips. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. City have scored about a thousand of them this season. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Chelsea just completely flat-footed. Azpilicueta was run inside out by Raheem Sterling. But Sterling is a world-class player at this point. Sterling is world-class. He's absolutely world-class. Yeah. Like, there's nothing... I mean, yeah. name me a better winger in... Like, if City go on and win the Premier League, Sterling has to be in a shot for player of the season. He just has to be. He's absolutely. been phenomenal. They, but a as, lot of them could be. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I just want to quickly add that Azpilicueta, before this match, was probably regarded as one of the better like defenders or right-back, yeah. center-backs in the league. Yeah, go back. My, my problem with this notion is like City are the best team in the league. I don't think there's really an argument to that. But City cannot beat Liverpool 4-5. Nothing is not going to happen. Well, they, they beat them 5-1 well, last season. Yeah, and then they the got beat card, every though. other time. Sure, it's just, but well, it's still but possible. They, that had a red card in it. Like, on 11 for 11, they're not going to beat Liverpool. For, remember, that game, actually, Liverpool had so many chances before the red card. Yeah. So... They are not that good to just turn it on and beat anybody. It was Chelsea were that horrendous. Chelsea did this stupid high line and high press against a team that relies on wingers. Chelsea also tried to make Man City play wide. How can you make Man City play wide when they have world-class wingers, as you, as you just so mentioned? That's stupid tactically, and they played into their hands. No other team would do something as stupid as that. And on the defensive midfielder side... We, we've all kind of said they're not that good at one-on-one defending. We have Fernandinho in front of you. So how are you going to do that with Jorginho in front of you? Yeah, well, it it well, makes no sense. You're saying, you're saying it's bad to send them wide, but then where do you send them? To Barkley and Jorginho? 
and David Luiz and Rudiger, you basically you have no option. Right. You know, you lose lose. Like you're gonna lose this game. I mean this is this is my lose, next question. Lose. <laughs> <laughs> this is my next question is that what what is your tactical alternative to this? I don't beyond other than Liverpool, I can't and Leon. What did Leon do? Like, what is the tactical alternative Just that actually... It's a bad actually... day for City. That's it. No, it's, it's, it's exactly what Chelsea did to beat them 2-0 at Stamford Bridge, which was sit deep and counter this team. What do not high-press them. That's what do not high-press them. That's actually what Sarri did. You do not high-press that team. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly do if you don't have the, the legs for it, which Liverpool actually do, so they can do that. Chelsea beat them by sitting deep and countering them. Leicester beat them by sitting sitting deep and countering them. There is a formula here. I mean, to be fair, uh, Arsenal a week ago sat deep and came out of the first half 1-1. Yep. A respectable 1-1. And they played a pure 4-4-2 just to kind of have two banks of four. And it did work for a little bit. So, sorry, it does go back to the whole inflexibility in your tactics. Kind of similar to kind of Arsene Wenger's. Like, you're not, you don't care about who you're playing. You just want to do your thing. Jorginho is his thing. And he thinks it's going to work, and unfortunately it's not working, and I think it's going to cost him his job very soon. In an alternative reality, last summer, Jorginho went to Manchester City, and yeah, I kind of want to see it. I want to see what that would have been like, because he would have had a lot more fun. What about Fred? In an alternative He'd have also universe, had a lot more fun there as well. <laughs> yeah. So. The thing with City is that you can afford to have someone play yeah. at a less level than everyone else, because there's 10 guys there who are all world-class. If one of them drops a little bit, it's... City almost play through Jorginho. He's their most important player. So if he's not having a good Chelsea. day, Chelsea, then what's the point? How deep is your line? How long have you been waiting to sing that song? Uh, about 30 seconds, actually. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Two. Other points. Uh, quickly, just sorry, Alex, yeah. before you get into it. So City are now tied on points with Liverpool, but have played an extra game. But their goal differential is 10 more than Liverpool. Oh, yeah. yeah and Chelsea, with this defeat, have now fallen out of the top four, behind Arsenal on goal difference. Right. And now Manchester United are in the top four. Right. And speaking of kind of the goal difference and, and that, Sergio Aguero is, is a player that brought his goal difference up. Now he's tied top of the league with Salah at 17. Mm-hmm. He scored, Bernie, I think you mentioned six goals in the last week or so. Yep, in the last two games. And now he has the joint record for most hat-tricks in the Premier League with, with 11. With Alan Scherer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Aguero just, you know, he showed us, he, just before that amazing goal, he missed an open net. An yep. absolutely open net in, on the Thank far God. post. Thank God. he's a human being. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him miss a chance like that. So I've never seen that. Did yeah. anyone? Uh, did this change anyone's mind in terms of if you, ever, if you had Liverpool as favourites? I, I still have City as favourites for the league. I, I, I tell you what it made me do. And um, like two weeks ago... Do Chelsea we want to well, <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. Okay. You're, you're going to love this one. But two weeks ago, Chelsea lost 4-0 to Bournemouth. Then they signed Iguain and they beat Huddersfield 5-0. I watched the entire game and I was telling you guys exactly how impressed I was by Chelsea's performance. And then they got hammered 6-0. So, bottom line is, Iguain is shit. Yes. So, so th- there are two things <clears throat> that came out of that. So they lost this game 6-0. They won the last game 5-0. They lost the previous game 4-0. And the previous game before that, 3-0. And Arsenal beat them before that, 2-0. 2-0, exactly. Yeah. So, so, by, so they should win 7-0 against whoever they play. I think... Um, Basel is what? Oh, it's possible. I, I, I can't remember. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they so could do that. They should win 7-0. And then get beaten 8 by whoever's next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Someone said that the last game of the season, I think, is Liverpool or something like that. that Let's they hope it's 20 nil by then <laughs> loss or something like that. Quickly, I just want to quickly add that Chelsea's goal differential has been 
plummeting in the last couple of weeks with yes. those losses. Yes. So six against City, four Bournemouth, and then two Arsenal. The thing is, the top four, as in fourth position and the first and the champion, could come down to goal difference at the end of the season. So City have been raising theirs, and Chelsea have been losing. It could actually come down to that. And we saw against, um, just with Chelsea, like, they were, what? Easily, like people are like, yeah, Chelsea are favorite. Like, what three weeks ago, Chelsea top, were top favorites four, for top four, uh, and now United are coming back, uh, they're under Arsenal. The other thing is also that City, um, was were what seven points behind Liverpool at some point last week, and now they're equal. So things change so quick, but people are earmarking that Chelsea Liverpool game with Chelsea losing Liverpool the league one more time. I, I do want to give Liverpool, even though I guess they're next, but whatever, a little bit of respect here in that they've only lost one game. Yeah, City have is, lost four games. It's astonishing. And, and if you look at it, Spurs have lost six, United have lost five. Yes, there are lots of draws and whatever other teams, but they have lost four games. And City are my favorites to win the league. Absolutely. I don't trust Liverpool, but Liverpool didn't get anywhere near the same respect they should have gotten, even though they only got, they didn't lose a game in this run. It was two draws. Well, because Liverpool, then, the, okay, we'll get to them now. I guess they beat, they beat uh, Bournemouth 3 0. But Liverpool. Kind of everybody talks about that where they're waiting for the wobble. And then in the last two games against beatable opposition in Leicester and who was it? Boom. Uh, West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. West Ham. Mm-hmm. They drew both of those games mm-hmm. when they should have went from a seven point lead to, you know, whatever. Kept it at seven or the problem is me and Alice argued so much over the weekend. Like we were yelling about mm-hmm. this point that you brought up about <laughs> how you take the whole season. Right. Liverpool phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Alex's argument was that, mm-hmm. agreeing with yours. Mine was that I can't just zoom out and look at the whole season and go, well done, you've done well, you're on the same points as City. I look at it as a week ago you were seven points ahead, mm-hmm. and a week later you're not. And I get it. Up to that point, yeah, well done. But I'm sorry, you cannot draw to West Ham and, and Leicester and then go, well, but the rest of our season up to this point was great, so I'm excused. It's not. I think they've dropped the ball big time, and this is... Okay, if they lose this the title to City, mm-hmm. people are going to come back this week and go, remember yes. when City was seven points up? So, you just it's not an excuse that you've done so well up to this point that you're allowed to drop these points. I agree with you, and I think your point actually makes a lot of sense. Well, the only thing I want to just kind of take away from that is that how did they get a seven-point lead? Because City lost three and four. Yeah. Like, three games mm-hmm. in four. And then well, they let well, so, well, so also, I, just I get attribute that. to City, Liverpool won that lead by winning a ton yes. of games. Yes. So yeah. my, my, my only point, the only point there is, I agree with you, but... I think in this, there are people like me who are waiting for Liverpool to slip up. No pun intended, Stevie G. But they did. But that's what we're, I, they, they already did, did. They did. But City had to slip up first. So what I'm saying is, we're giving City a lot of credit for beating Chelsea 6-0 and doing, beating Arsenal, whatever. But City have shown this season that they can mess this up on their own too. Yeah. Because they have done it. Three losses in four games. They've done that. And Correct. they can do it again. Correct. And we... Said that about City a week ago when they were yeah, seven point five. And we probably will say it again. Now what are we gonna say? We have to say it about Liverpool because they messed us up. So. I know what to say. Football is a momentum game. I think I used to say that. Yeah, you used to. Oh, thanks, Rache. At Appreciate the end that. of the day, City were sitting there going, "Oh my God, the table! Look at the table! We're seven points behind. We've probably messed us up. Our biggest, you know, we're not gonna win this league." And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Chelsea just uh, Liverpool just handed to them back on a plate. Yep. And then you know, it, it just doesn't make sense to me that. We think, oh, well, Liverpool have only lost one game up to this point, so they've done fine. I don't think they've done fine. Timing is so important. Momentum. You're just given the second place. I, I'm, just saying that, I'm just saying that those are all true points. But let's not let's give City the same uh, criticism that we're giving yeah. Liverpool. Because 
The fact is, if City on their best are the team that should beat everyone 4 or 5 nothing, and have still lost 4 games, it's inexcusable. True. So City had their bad run. City have given up this fact that Liverpool are yep. to them. So we have to be hard on City as well as hard on 100%. Fortunate for City, though. And I hate the fact I'm defending Liverpool. Fortunate for City is that in this league, the league is not good enough that City can lose 4 and 5 and still win the league. Example, Liverpool, City should not be 2 points ahead of Tottenham. No way. No, 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 it no. That's actually how bad they've been this season. Yep. Okay, so... Well, I wish... Or, or he's going to say Tottenham have been well, that good. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've, Tottenham and Liverpool have won the same amount of games. No, Spurs like, have been under the radar. Yeah. Kind of, they got their points. But let's focus on Liverpool Bournemouth yeah. for a second. Yeah. So, Liverpool beat Bournemouth 3. Now, this was absolutely critical for um, for Liverpool after the two slip-ups. Bournemouth was another one. But, unfortunately for them, they had a lot of injuries. Uh, Liverpool, again, with a suspicious goal at the start. But I think it was just fine. Yeah. I would call it onside. Uh, huh? Money. Yes. What onside? Yes. What's onside? No, no, you're, you're thinking maybe about the other. No, the first money goal. Against the money, not West Ham. He was offside. No, I guess that was against. Are we talking about the, the the cross and then he headed it in? Yeah, he was offside. They've shown every angle of that. He was offside. Look, I, I no, no, no. I get the daylight whole yeah. thing, but he was actually offside. I, I, Let's just, be I, real I can't, I can't, like, I can't say it was fortuitous. Like, if his ear is onside, like, <laughs> no, yeah, it was a good move. Yeah, yeah. But he was offside. So sure. if they did their job, he would sure. not have called. But, but it wouldn't have made a difference. I gave you that, but it was offside. But money has been coming up clutch with, I think, three goals. He's got four and four. Yeah. Which is Mane great. is one of the best signings that Liverpool have ever had. Fair enough. Straight up. Fair enough. I, and I think he's literally carried this team on their shoulders. They actually, they weren't exactly dominating games earlier no. this season, but they accumulated points from like Scruffy 1-0 wins, keeping clean sheets, mm-hmm. and Mane was pulling them through every single yep. time. Yep. And That's, he still is right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Especially even though Salah has 17 goals, it doesn't feel like he has 17 goals because he's not been playing very no, well. No, and we all no. feel like Mane's been better. It's, I think it's shown it, on the pitch. It's yeah. been more stats-based for Salah this season. You're right. Last season was more the, the flair, the highlights. He that did you, everything. You didn't even care how many goals he scored. them through. Yeah. It's true. Um, Although the goal he scored in this one was beautiful. Well, for me, was interplay with Keita, Firmino. Oh, it was Keita gorgeous. had one of his best games in a while. And I think Liverpool fans were really um, kind of heralding that um, Keita... Fabinho, Wijnaldum midfield, and they really want to see him moving forward. They liked it a lot. I just wish it wasn't against Bournemouth. Because everyone's beaten Bournemouth by over three goals this season. Except Except Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> Bournemouth are a funny team, though. Bournemouth, Bournemouth at home are a different team. team. Yeah. They are. They were also without Brooks and Callum Wilson, so like... Right, right. Brooks, can, Brooks has been he's, fantastic. Yeah. Um, next, uh, next, United have a chance to uh, put a big dent in Liverpool-style challenge. Liverpool go to United uh, at Old Trafford. Feb 24th. This, because of United's run of form, I think this has the potential to be the best Liverpool-United game for a long time. It won't be boring. Yeah, that's, no. that's for sure. No. It will not be boring. But I don't, I don't remember... Well, United haven't been in this kind of form for years. So, mm, and it's, yes. Like yeah, not, yes, not, yes, like, yes. With the there style, was a patch the where Martial was killing it, but I don't remember when that, that was. Are you talking about this season? No, no. That was not oh, Louis Van Gaal, I yeah. think. Yeah, there was a small yeah. patch under Louis Van Gaal, but yeah. this has been, this I mean, come on, 9 or 10 or whatever it is, is in a row. 10 like, games and 10 wins, 11. And Pogba, I mean, we'll get to it later, but are we getting to it? Oh, no, after Fauna Gold? We can do it now. We can do United now. We're here I now. just don't see it on the list. It's oh, right there, there it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's not on the list, so we can't that's talk okay. about it. We'll, we'll move Spurs after Fargo. We'll talk about United. Um, Fulham, beating Fulham convincingly. I mean, who who hasn't, though? But Fulham are the town bicycle. Yes. I mean, the Premier some, League. some teams have it. Like Brighton. <laughs> Two of those goals, though, would have beaten any team. Pogba's yeah. left foot shot. I didn't see the game. It was way too early. Like, I had slept at like 3, and the game was at like 7.30. So I'm like, you know what? No. 
But when the when the move was happening and you already know that Pogba's gonna score, mm-hmm. when you watch the highlight, you're like, wait, like he's here now. Mm-hmm. How is he the one that's gonna get the goal? It was one of those yeah. where it's like, is he gonna cut in and then like I curl thought, it? I just thought it was fantastic. I thought the keeper should have saved it. Hundred percent. I did, but I would say this: no one expected him to shoot that ball. No, not one single person. Everyone thought it was going to be a cross to Lukaku, so I understand why the goalkeeper did not expect it. That said, I still expect him to save it. But it was also the. But I I got it. I got it. Yeah. Fulham have three keepers and they just rotate them all the time so no one knows what's going on. <laughs> you know, so it was a world-class strike from Pogba, but I want to highlight the best player for United in the last couple of weeks, Ander Herrera. Yes. Best? Fact. Yes. Fact. Absolutely. Absolutely. Better than Rashford and Pogba? I mean, I get it. You, no, you guys are trying be- to say he's been phenomenal, but no, best, best is, is be- a bit hard. Oh, yeah, best is in the sense of who makes things tick. I mean, actually tick is Ander Herrera. Yes, and Pogba is the best player and Rashford. You can't take that away he from plays those like two. A tick. But if you take Ander Herrera out of that team, it falls apart. If you take it him really out, it really does. <laughs> well, he always does this. He does. You've only known him for like seventeen does, years. Does Ander Herrera have a song? He does. I just Ander Herrera. <laughs> actually, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, Herrera has been good. Matic had the resurgence. But can we talk about Marshall? Because he's been out of the starting lineup for a while. He's back in the starting lineup this game. That run, I get it. It's Fulham. Whatever. End of the day. You gotta make it happen, and I thought he was just calm. The thing about Marshall is he's calm, and he mm-hmm. curled it beautifully around the key. Like it was just a really, really good goal, and it sets him up. Well, the whole team up in really good form for that big PSG class yeah. coming up. Yeah, there was a lot of positives for United in this game, and the fact that a it was a seven thirty. Sorry, it was a early kickoff on the Saturday, mm-hmm. so they have a lot of time to rest before PSG. B Marshall gets his confidence back because no one tackled him or challenged him. And see, I haven't seen that Martial finish. You know, he's, he's known for that trademark finish to the far post. That Henri. That, mm. that Henri-style finish. And he hasn't done that in a while, and this is, it's, it's about high time so, he did that. So who starts against PSG, the front three? Is it Rashford, Martial, Lingard? Lingard? Yeah. 100%. It, yeah. it, it has to be that. Are you away or home first? Home first. home first. Home first? Home That's going to be an exciting... It's watchable now because Neymar's out, Cavani's out. United might do this. The, the only thing I want to say about that is... And, and I find this interesting in that, yes, Cavani, is it? Cavani and Neymar are not going to play. Then, so I I expect them to go Mbappe, what's his name? Di Maria and Draxler. Well, not Draxler. It might be Chibamonte. I expect Draxler on one side, Di Maria and Mbappe. Now, Di Maria is a world-class player. Probably still better than Martial, who's young. Lingard and Draxler, I say, is an even split. I don't care. And then Mbappe's better than Rashford. Still, you have a better front three than Manchester United front three. But what you don't have is a fluid front three that there's has worked difference. together like yeah. we do. There's so that's where it's going to be very difficult. Yeah. Okay, let's. can we talk about the one, United one, PSG one, one when we get thing, to the Champions League? One quick thing I want to add, very quickly, is that for years we've talked about how Ashley Young has been resurgent and ended the careers of so many before him, yes. including Angel Di Maria. Yes. And now the showdown is, Mbappe. is on Tuesday. It's tomorrow. And we're going to finally see if it was true or not. One, fresh from his one-year contract extension, actually. <laughs> he will be getting those for the rest of our lives. Yes. Let's, uh, let's split the Premier League here and do a a goat. Yep. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. <laughs> cometh the hour. Cometh the moment. <laughs> finally, it is upon us that our fraud or goat candidate is... <laughs> The one and only, Mesut Ozil. Hey. Literally the one and only. Thank you for that, Gandalf. Hey. <laughs> Literally the one and only. I feel only. like he deserves a standing ovation or something after that wonderful introduction. And weighing 100 pounds. <laughs> 100, that's uh, generous. 
<laughs> Let's get his favorite supporter, Mohamed, to... I mean, I, I don't see how this is even a conversation. I get For it. defense. I, <laughs> like, I get there's, you know, you're going to go all, like, emotional and personal, but there, there's literally... You want to do style, you want to do stats, you want to do accolades, you want to do history, you want to do everything you want to do, you want to do fan, but you marketing, you can do every asset of the game, and he's not a fraud in any single one of them. It's just, I don't even know if I should begin. But what about watching him play? Watching him play, yes, up until like last season, mm-hmm. it was no. phenomenal to mm-hmm. watch. No. Mm-hmm. Bro, no one caresses the ball like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, the guy we called the fraud the other day, Juan Mata, picked the ball off the, in the, out, out of space, okay? Don't tell me about touching the ball and caressing All the right. ball. Let Everyone me, can caress right, the let ball. Me I do let me finish. Let me finish. 21 years old, moved to Real Madrid, mm-hmm. the, biggest club in, the biggest club in the world. Mm-hmm. Killed it, mm-hmm. put Kaka on his ass on the bench. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. demolished Madrid. He, and then, nope. for Germany, five... Um, German Player of the Year award in a row, yeah. the most stacked team in the world. Tony Cruz got and it, then, but he still say he's a fraud. And then he, <clears throat> and then he got an, the top assister in every single competition under the sun, except for Champions League. And then he came to Arsenal, and in his first season he did so well. Second mm-hmm. one, not so. 13-14, mm-hmm. absolutely demolished. If it wasn't for Donkey Giroud, he would also have Premier League. <laughs> Assist record. Nope. The guy is phenomenal. Look, you look. just everybody hates on also based on the last two seasons. Wrong. This is his whole career. <laughs> okay, now let's get started. There we go. So Mesa Ozil's first season was a complete disaster. Wrong. His first season at Arsenal. What first season? All the reports were Wrong. where is the money gone? He's been shit, doesn't show up in big games. Arsene Wenger. Wrong. Arsene Wenger, who we all wanted out, Wrong. fair enough. Arsene came out and actually said he needs to do more, he needs to do better. These are quotes, these are facts. He said he had not adjusted. We said give him the second season. Second season was fucking brilliant. Yes. The guy got 19 assists, whatever, he did great. FA Cup. But here's the problem with the FA Cup. I went and looked at the stats. Mesut Ozil had no assists after the quarterfinals. He scored no goals after the quarterfinals. Uh, Ramsey yeah. and Alexis Sanchez and Santi Carzola were the guys that got you those FA Cups. Is, so, hold on. He was completely inconsequential. This is a that, Do not use argument. it. Yes, because Even I actually did the research for this. Have you watched Watch the, the, the game? He, he was not the guy okay. for you. Now, why he are you starting your conversation from 13-14? Because, as no, no, I no, told no. you... No, I actually gave you the first season. Go back to 21. Which Go back 21? to when he was 21. No, no, no. Again, why? Sure. What's your... My point is this. You came to Arsenal and you expected the world. Absolutely the world, and he has given you nothing. Still, He's you put gone you back. in a hole. Yes, you still Alex. haven't gone back. Alex, tell me what GOAT stands for. Greatest of all time. Yeah. All time. Yeah. Right. He's, he's so a, if, he's you tail a off, if you tail off massively in the second half of your career, that's, that's not, not all time. That is not second half. Yeah. Second when, you, half. when you have collected, and in that second half where you tailed off, you collected three FA Cup, that is not tailing off. This is a guy that has nope. one assist this year. When you, the manager is throwing him away. He doesn't care about it because he has been completely no one wants, terrible. Wait, no one, Phil Jones has as many assists as Mesut Ozil. No. no. That's not fraudulent. That I don't real know what it is. a real statistic. Bernie. What? It was a real statistic. No one wanted to sign him on a free transfer. Nobody. A- again, Nobody. no conversation. You guys are not basing anything past like the last two seasons. That is that is ridiculous when you try I, to say I, someone a because fraud because if Wesley Snyder is a fraud for winning the World Cup and the Champions League and being some no. national team best player for five years in a row, whatever, then Mesut Ozil is fun. a donkey fraud, <laughs> absolute Ozil. donkey fraud. Mesut Ozil is one of the best number tens to ever play the game. Easily, I see, I see where both arguments are coming from. I do want to say. 
Ozil had a lot of potential after World Cup 2010 put him in the spotlight. And he actually did have some really good moments, personally, individually, even part of a team. And there was a lot of hype, but I really don't think that over the course of his career, after he moved to Arsenal, he's been there a number of years, almost six years, maybe seven. No, I don't think that the potential was no. actually turned into kinetic you cannot, enough. You cannot just ignore everything up to the Arsenal point and then use like two, three seasons to just berate his whole career. When you say half of his career, so what? In the first half, he did all of those things I listed? No, not How many true. years was he at Real Madrid? Not true. I don't know, four? Like four? Yeah. And so we're not cutting Schalke because no one cares. But uh, four at Real Madrid and four at Arsenal, that's that's half of his relevant career. So he's what Alex Arsenal said is actually... And when you do uh, when, Alex and, and when you win everything you've done and everything he's done for Germany, which is an overlap Win everything time. he's done where? Wow. But he Ozil, didn't win the league. Ozil never wow. won the Champions League. Wow. Oh, no, he did win the league with Jose he, he, he won the league with Jose Madrid. Did. He was top assistant in the Liga, top assistant in the Euros, top assistant in the World Cup, won a World Cup with Germany, was mm. German best player. There is no more you can say. And then even at Arsenal, you want to say he had a bad season? Before him, we had nothing for, for almost a decade. Then he came, and what? Him and Sanchez put together he phenomenal in performances. He Sanchez shadow. And won three Diesel. FA Cups for Arsenal. Woo! FA Cup! Yeah. And top four is a trophy. Yay! We're back to irrelevant and unambitious Arsenal. Yeah. It's not his fault that he, Arsenal were, fault. were at a point where they were fault. not... Challenging for anything realistically. He's not going to show up at Arsenal. All of a sudden, we're going to win the league. Okay. That's not what's going to happen. Okay. Two, there are two, two points that I want to make. One is just to that point. Mesut Ozil, and you have admitted this to me in the past, lacks a great deal of ambition. Yeah. How can you be a GOAT in that case? Because how, done, how? he's listen, only lacked it listen, at, at a point where he's done everything already. Ozil got to a certain point and said, that's it, I'm done with my career. I'm done. I don't care about winning anything else anymore. I'm stuck at Arsenal. Then he won three he FA Cups. Left. Then he won three FA Cups. Mesut Ozil doesn't care about three FA Cups. So that's number Why? one, uh, Alex. That's number one. What's number two? Number two is, when you look at... So there was a point you made about his potential after 2010. He was a certain type of player then. When he was younger, he was someone who could actually dribble past a player. He could mm -hmm. take people on. He actually had some pace. Now, I don't know if it's injuries or what have you, but from the moment he turned up at Arsenal, that ability to take a player on was completely gone. He could still run off the ball, mm -hmm. but you see him get the ball, and this is now, and this is from the moment he joined Arsenal. I don't know if it was happening in Madrid, but he can't get past a player. And in the modern game, it's not good enough, and that's why he's been found out in the last few you, years. You say He's injuries. not mobile enough with the ball. You say injuries. I say fake illnesses that he concocts. So well, this is another very squad. weird thing It's absolute it. bullshit. He's not in a squad for illnesses. That's my only completely. argument is that I agree that his Arsenal career, you can poke holes at. But my argument is that when you look at someone and say if he's got a throat, you cannot think... Frodo got a throat. You can't think of many better number 10s. He's up there. He's one of the best players to ever play this game. He's an absolute goal in his position. He's an absolute goal for if, everything he achieved. And you can't just take two or three seasons which out would of be fair. Four. Which would be fair, Mohamed. Yeah, if, which would be fair if you listen to Alex's point, which was the only part of his career that we're taking into account are four years at Real Madrid and five years at Arsenal. If the five years at Arsenal were a mess and the four years were great, the five years this is Arsenal, very, very fraudulent. The five years at Arsenal... The thing is, even even if we assume that all the years at Arsenal were were, uh, were a fraud, which is not true, as we already... So agreed, Kaká is a fraud. As we, well, we did, and I said he's a fraud. Yeah, we said <laughs> he's a fraud, although he's had wonderful years at AC Milan. we agreed, oh, even it's... if we agreed that three out of the four at Arsenal, three out of the five at Arsenal were fraud seasons... None of your arguments take into account all the unbelievable stuff that he crammed into five or six seasons since he broke through. But so Ballon when a from. That doesn't take away how mm. much of a goal Ozil is. I'm sorry, but you cannot base an argument off three years ago when the mm. guy has a 10-year career. You just mm. can't. Let me finish it with this. Yeah. 
The other day, Meza Ozil was linked to Toronto FC, right? <laughs> and I don't know if there's any reality in this whatsoever. His agent was seen in Toronto or whatever. And we were discussing this on Messenger or Twitter or something. And Mohanid said, Ozil would kill it in MLS. Just put him in Atlanta and watch what happens. And then, and then I said, I need a season ticket. <laughs> and if the bar is that low, can you be a goat? No. I want to say, and on the note of ending it, I want to say I was watching the Ozil signing for Arsenal video. <laughs> and Wenger signed him in a thong. Check it out. What? Wow. Wow. Sorry, who was in a thong? Wenger. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. I don't no, know, no, no, no. It wasn't really literally a thought. Oh, really? It no. was really short shorts. And I think that's where his career ended. He's oh, is this when he was supposedly on the beach? On the beach in Brazil the... or whatever? <laughs> yeah, no, they were in the, the Arsenal trading complex. That was such a confusing anecdote. Yeah, it was Anyways, a great way to end fraud. You guys decide. Check out the video. Really. We decided that he is a fraud. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. <laughs> We were discussing the title race earlier. Roche, stop biting people, please. Thank you. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Suarez. <laughs> yeah, 10-game ban. Um, and uh, the third team who are possibly in, possibly out, I don't think they're really in the title race, but they're doing incredibly well to be there, is Spurs. 3-1 win over Leicester. Looked dodgy at a few points during this game. Leicester had chances. but Spurs. Yeah, and a missed penalty, Lurice, which was fantastic. Lloris had one of his best games in a long time. Yeah. In a long yeah. time. Look, look, we can say they were dodgy. Leicester were the better team. Yeah. Forget, forget mm-hmm. dodgy. The number of shots, possession, all those stats, and the fact that Lloris had to pull worldies, this and expected goals, Leicester were supposed to win this game 3-1 on expected goals. If you miss chances of that quality, are you the better team? No. That's <laughs> why I hate expected yeah. goals, but, but if, yeah, it works fair. in my argument today as so I'm using Man, it. Man, Harvey Barnes is Barnes. three yards out with well, an open goal. That was, yeah, that was bad. Uh, no, Leicester are a phenomenal team. I say this every week on the pod. I dedicate my entire life and existence to Leicester City for at least 15 seconds. That means you have no life. And this is it right now. Uh, it's a good say. Leicester are worth my time. They haven't, won, they haven't won in five games. They yeah, won the league, I know, though. I, <laughs> I think they bring that up in every argument that we won the yeah. league. <laughs> That's literally every Leicester fan's argument. This, is, this is a former title showdown. Leicester and Tottenham. Okay, yeah. here's a bit of a showdown, because uh, another thing that, that Mohamed and I were arguing about over the weekend. You guys just spent the whole weekend arguing with Yeah, it's great. Oh, love married it. couple. Love it. Okay. Cross, loves it. Croissants, tea, and arguments. Oh, right. That's the title of the what book. What was my invite? You were invited, you just didn't show up. I didn't get the invite. Anyway, listen. <laughs> That's a whole different debate. Right. Christian Eriksen. Mm-hmm. First of all, the delivery, the control and the delivery for the Davinson Sanchez header mm-hmm. were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then his goal, which he, we see over and over again. Where he looked, he shakes, knew that's what he, he was shakes do. to go far post and he whips it near post. Christian Eriksen, to me, mm-hmm. is a 60 million plus Oh, oh yeah. it was Hands 75 down. on that's, the weekend, that's, mate. That's, oh, wait, was, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh. I, I'm more curious about what the argument is. The argument is. was about who the hell in world football is going to pay 75 million for Christian Eriksen. Real Madrid. Barcelona. Exactly. They will not. Exactly. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona. No chance. Because, so bad. wait, wait. Actually, actually, I'm curious because Christian Eriksen is a wonderful footballer. We yes. get that all that. And this isn't even an indication of what his value is. This is just a transfer mark. is yeah. blown out. I just don't if you're going to pay 150 pay million for Coutinho... Then 75 million for uh, Ericsson makes sense. It's a bargain. Bro, in theory, you can theorize it all you want. Who is going to do Real it? Real Madrid. 100%. Yes. It's one of those two. Real or Barca. Once Artur finally fails, <laughs> they're going to sign Ericsson for 200 million. Artur is being hailed as like the next choppy. He got injured and Barca Twitter is in meltdown. You somehow have this idea that he's yeah. bad because what? Stay, yeah, on, like, stay on focus here. Stay on yeah. message. Unreal. Here. Ignore the trolling <laughs> from Roche. 
So, okay, so Mohanad's wrong. We, the three of us, agree. I, I see no reason why not. Yeah, really, Mohanad. And again, it's not it. because of his no. value. It's because of the market he can itself. Do, he can do much better. Can you? He can do better than Barcelona. Yeah. Okay. If, if they find, listen. if they find some young gem for thirty million, like a Vinicius, like a Asensio, like a blah blah, blah it's way better than saying seventy-five. Asensio doesn't even but, play. He's so what are we enough. talking he's about? Isco doesn't play. Isco's good enough. Like it doesn't matter who's, if he's playing right now. Listen to me. Who's the player that you're gonna replace Luka Modric with for under 60, 70 million? Luka Modric. Yeah. Barely. Jorginho. This is how okay. I know you have no okay. argument to yeah. make. No, <laughs> this is a valid question. Christian Eriksen in that position is one of the best players in today's game. Yes, yes. by a mile. So yes. there's no, the 60, 70 million dollar valuation is too low. If Van Dijk is going for 75. I don't disagree. This is what I'm telling you. Exactly, Rishi. You're 100% right. The market is the way it is. Therefore, he is worth 75 million in the market. How much is Frankie De Jong go for? 75. Yeah. And he is how old? 21. Like 12. Right. So if anything... No one's going to pay that same This is Barcelona who did rubbish. But Ericsson is now going to his prime years. He's in his prime. What is he? How old You're is he? not going to pay 26? 75 million for like he's 26? three more yeah. seasons. He's got at least seven seasons. If he's 26, then yes, they'll pay. Seven with, with, seasons. With the current day sports science and the way they treat themselves before and after games, I think he has a good seven seasons. Modric is currently 33 going on 34. And he's a Ballon d'Or winner. Oh, sorry, 34, 32 going on 33. And he's in the peak of his career. Mate, he's 32 until he's 33. That's how it works. <laughs> All right, let's move on. He's, about, um, oh, he's almost 33. Like, it's a few weeks Erickson. away. No, bro, but he's 32 until he's 33. Really which is 26. A, it, it's like this month. <laughs> bro, is he 33 yet? No, he's 32 until he's 33. He's almost, Shut up! Almost 33. <laughs> Listen, so Erickson is 26, so there's a long way to go. That that money could, is actually probably about right. No. His hairline is deceptive. Uh, yeah, At least sure. 90 million. Come on. Um, yeah, it's not your own money. You can say whatever number you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the absolute brilliant moment that was Jamie Vardy coming onto the pitch no. and the, the only thing him doing is missing a penalty? Well, I told you he would uh, miss. Well, until he scored. But the What's run- the problem here? The problem is he came on and the first shot when he was like all cold still was the penalty and everybody knew he was going to miss. Like, I, let someone who's playing take it. I find that odd. Only because I get it. He's he's cold and maybe like in a real ideal world there would be someone else who would take it. But Madison is the other penalty taker and he's missed three. So they don't have any other penalty takers, so it only made sense for Vardy to take Yes, the but this is the story. Okay. <laughs> if Madison has missed three and Vardy's on the bench, Claude Puel is fraud Puel for not having another person to be there and take also, that penalty. Also, to be fair, Vardy should have started this game. He killed That is the off. argument. Vardy has a great record against Tottenham, actually, so yes. Vardy not starting the game is mental. He's just their best striker. Like, he should be playing. He scored a brilliant goal. That goal looks easy, like a tap-in. It's not. It was hard. He opened was, up, man. I think, his left foot, and he, like caressed it into the corner. It was not easy mm-hmm. at all. And you know what? Leicester did deserve a little bit more of this game, but Spurs do this. Spurs come out with three points when they don't fully always deserve them. They've done it, what, three games in a row now since Harry Kane's been out. If, you, if I told you that Spurs would win... I don't know why you're busting a vein right now. <laughs> if I told you... If I, if I told you that Spurs would win every single game when Kane is out, I don't think we would have believed. No. So, quickly, and this is a silly opinion. Um, don't make any comments, Alex. <laughs> But Jamie Vardy, if you just take away everything else about his face, just isolate his face, he's starting to look more and more like a fit version of Mr. Bean for me. Like the thin, skinny face? Yeah, like, you know, like he's kind of unshaven a little bit. You can see it. Mm. He's starting to really look like Mr. Bean. Does he like oysters? It's not even close. I don't know where to go with that because I Uh, can't picture Mr. Bean. I just can't remember what Mr. Bean looks like. Remember, have you seen Love Actually? I don't watch things like that. Uh Movies? (laughs) 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 Movies? Alex is showing himself here. Though. Oh, wow. No, it's one of the best films. <laughs> what is this? Wow, this hole is getting bigger. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to sit in this When they reveal themselves, Bernie tends to spear them. <laughs> Anyways. Because that's what he was taught growing up in the jungle. <laughs> Let's wow. move on wow. to Arsenal Huddersfield. 
Um, this one was... <laughs> that was racism. I just want everyone to know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Disclaimer, Ars- disclaimer. Coming from Mowgli. <laughs> Arsenal beat Huddersfield 2-1. Um, oh, this what? Oh, Arsenal? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about you guys. Did, did Ozil play? No. Oh. He's sick. <laughs> <laughs> he's sick as in like, as in he's like, he's very good. Oh. <laughs> so, Arsenal beat Huddersfield convincingly, dominantly, unbelievably 2-1 <laughs> away from home. And Hunt- they had more possession and more score. Please go over the stats of this game. I will. Huddersfield haven't scored a goal in 1,700 years. <laughs> and uh, their strikers are on like... 90,000 minutes without scoring a goal. Oh and then the Poitra came back from the dead and absolutely dominated Arsenal for 20 minutes. It was hilarious. That would be awesome. Before the game, I remember we were texting the night before and you said, I'm already livid tomorrow for conceding the Huddersfield. I was already mad that tomorrow I knew we would concede. Huddersfield haven't scored in ages. Oh, you know why else Mahana would be mad? Oh, Iwobi yeah. was man of the match. Wow. Yeah. Did you argue about that too? That's, no, he was actually good. That shows you how bad we played. Um, so, a lot... Look, I was thinking about this and from an Emery point of view too and from an Arsenal form point of view and we have seven starters out of 11 out right now. We have Shaka. This game we have Shaka, Aubameyang, Ramsey, Ozil. Um, who else? Uh, Holding, um, Socrates, Bellerin. Seven. Huh. Seven out of 11 literally would, in an ideal world, would all be playing in this team. So... I just feel a little bit for Emery that I just feel he has he has no option but to scrape through these games. I mean, yeah, Arsenal we, already are not good. Now you take away seven starters, what do you expect to get? We, we say this every week, nothing has changed. Um, they're rubbish at the moment, but winning against the really bad teams. Yeah. Against anyone good with all these injuries, it's going to be a problem. But again, we've said this every year. Like literally every year, I don't understand how we get these injuries. Really injuries don't. and managing injuries. This is not again nothing to do with Emery. It's just this is what has happened with this profile of player, and you have to revamp that. But if Sanlehi is his, no, uh, what's the other one? Miss Lintat is well, leaving, gone, yeah. or has he gone already? He's I don't gone. Know. He's gone. So you have to figure out your transfer policy, and can you do a complete? Overhaul. overhaul? I don't think so. So you're going to have this problem for a couple of years. When you need to overhaul, you need like eight players. Literally, you need to overhaul eight players. And it's not going to happen with the squad. And the problem is also that if Arsenal finish fourth, it's an indictment on the league standard. They should not finish fourth. With Chelsea, United, they just should not. I agree. Now, that's a very good question because my question was to the group, will Arsenal finish above or below Chelsea? There's no way Arsenal are finishing top four. It's zero no, no, chance. Above or below Chelsea. But above. that doesn't matter. Because right now they're above. Above. And even on points. No, no chance. I think Arsenal will finish above Chelsea only because I feel even with these injuries, I do feel Ch- Arsenal players are with Emery. I think they're pulling in the same direction. It could be Emery making tactical you know, mistakes and whatever, but I think they're pulling in the same direction. I don't believe the Chelsea players are... Not that they've, you know, done a Mourinho or anything. I just don't think they're in it with Sorry Ball. I don't think they know how to do it. I don't think they have the energy to do it. And I think, as a result, Arsenal will get there ahead of Chelsea. You may be right about that. Also, after the game, Emery said, we just have to score one more than them. So, I mean, that is a leader you want to follow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not. Take it all back. (laughs) Uh, Arsenal have Bate Borisov on Thursday. Yeah. Should be all right. Well, everything should be alright, but it never Who's is. Who's going to make the joke? That's it. So, uh, so, how are Arsenal's next couple of fixtures in February and March? Any, they, no, anything major? No idea, mate. Like, we... we yeah. Well, because on that note... <laughs> I, mean, I mean... Every fixture is difficult, bro. How does Phil score the goal? <laughs> well, well like, 
to be fair, I mean, some other teams have some name epic them. fixtures. Oh, sorry. I was going to say. February and March. I was going to say, name a team in the league that you think Arsenal would walk over 4 0. If it's not Huddersfield, there's no one left. Yeah. Fulham. 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 They're better than Huddersfield. Been there, done that. What else? Did you walk like, over there? I did, yeah, we did that away. We did. Because that was our best game all season, but it's Fulham. It's Fulham when they were conceding three goals to everybody. Well, they did Chelsea 2 0. That was half of that score. All right, let's talk about someone who is escaping the Arsenal quagmire, Aaron Ramsey. He has officially signed for Juventus. Mm. Good for him. Well, good for how much money he's making. 250k a week. 250 a week. After yeah. tax. My God. That's yeah, there's no tax in Italy. If he knew that this was on the table... Like, Years ago. All this stuff about signing for me, he wanted to sign is a lie. It's an absolute lie. That's so much money. Oh, my God. Second yeah. highest paid after Ronaldo in the squad? That's nuts. I think oh, he's, he's, what he's, happened to Go- Dybala? I guess uh, oh surplus to requirements. You're, you're aware they don't play in the same position. You're aware right? that the baller should not be getting less money than Ramsey. Wait, if if that they is, were, point. if no, they not. bring in Ramsey it just is. to sell the ba- I will die. I will die. Of will laughter. you denounce him? I will denounce him. Thank you. At that point, as son. <laughs> I do want to quickly add. I think Ramsey has really benefited from the fact that there's no transfer fee here. Yeah, of course. And so it's much easier to write off such a big wage fee because you know, I mean, you're not if he doesn't last his whole career there. He can leave. It's like it's not bad on the books. I, no. I, I saw the funniest tweet that, that summed up Arsenal Football Club supposedly. An Arsenal fan said, "We get Licksteiner for free, and they get Ramsey for free. What a club!" Well, <laughs> we, also, we also gave him Chesney for ten million. So oh, yeah, that. so there's that. Anyways, um, that's enough with huh. Arsenal. Um, on Chesney, he made a howler this weekend. I got away with it. Oh, okay. He does a lot of howlers. Well, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Well, yeah. We're not gonna talk about it. Did about Ronaldo's header again. The guy is now playing to his strength. You gotta give it to him. He's playing to his strength. He scores way more headers than he ever did. He's always popping up in the box. He's, He's a number nine. That's what it. are you gonna do? That's yeah. it. Who on Sassuolo knows how to jump? <laughs> Is a better question. Wow. Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Cut. What else? Um, Marco Silva lost the Marco Silva derby, um, which was the Watford versus uh, Everton. So Silva, what? Is leaving again? He's, he's only going to last another year. Wait, I'm waiting for Alex to defend this. Alex, oh, wow. you I was waiting for it only. No, I did. I and thought he was good. He's this not. Season, this season he's has been horrendous. The divorce proceedings have begun. This season has been horrendous. <laughs> he just needs to drop Theo. I, it's not going to stop them It'll all come shipping together. goals. But yes, he does need to drop Theo Walker. Alright, let's do a Mumu. Where's yeah. David Moyes? He's on the beach in Spain doing explicit things. I do one thing we are no sure, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. Paddy Power have never done anything right in their life until this week when they released their latest commercial with none other than Ryan Giggs' brother, Roger Giggs. Who's Roger Giggs? Michelle? Ryan Giggs' brother. Yeah, but what's he famous for? How's he relevant? He's famous for being, uh, well, having his possessions <laughs> taken by his brother Ryan Giggs. Yeah. His very dear possessions, including his wife. His toys? Yes. Yeah. His, his family. His football career. Split his family in half. Uh, no, Eight Ro- years, mate. Obviously, Eight years. everyone knows about the scandal between Ryan Giggs and his brother Rodri. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't talk about it, supposedly. It's <laughs> very difficult to digest for even the And no one talks person. about it as, as crazy and big as it is. Yeah. This should be on for like. Millennia, mm-hmm. but people just stopped. Yeah, it should still be in the paper. Yes. Yeah. Like the update, you know. Brian <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Giggs still hasn't apologized. Yeah. So the, the Ryan Giggs is the Mumu here for context, just yes. because we couldn't find another one, and this one's really funny. So this whole ad is about loyalty, 
So it's, it's loyalty's dead, live for rewards is the slogan. Right. And they're using Rodri as this yeah. theme of someone who... Do can't really talk to you about loyalty because his brother was so disloyal to him. <laughs> Rodri's sitting there reading a newspaper where the headline is how United uh, rejected gigs from the job. Yeah. There's, then there's uh, Wales losing 1-0 and the commentator goes, questions will be asked of the manager and Rodri just winks at the camera. My favorite one is he walks into the pub and then the bartender goes, uh, bitter? Like the drink bitter? And he goes, no, not anymore. <laughs> No, phenomenal. And there was another one when he was punching a bag, like a punch bag, and he wasn't punching it so hard. And the guy, had, the guy asked him, "What do you have to be angry about?" And Think Roger of just kind of gives a smile angry. to the camera. It's so good. It's it, like just details, the little details of the whole thing. And then he drives off in a nice sports car, and the license plate is Gigs One. One thing we are no sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day Mumu go wake up. United versus PSG then, Champions League. We discussed it a little bit earlier. Let's do predictions. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what you think. I think with the state PSG are in both on the pitch and off the pitch, there's a lot of political nonsense going on right now between in the, in the uh, director of football and the manager and the president. I think they're a shambles and I think United will beat them. Before we get to the United fans, I just think that this game is now much closer to call than it was two weeks ago. Uh, you know, before Solskjaer, before Neymar injury, Cavani injury, I mean... Rabiot being frozen out. I just feel like there's a, there's a chance, there's hope. I, I think even if Neymar and Cavani were both playing, I would have felt very good. I don't. I don't. I would have thought that we'd at least win the first leg, even with those two playing. I definitely would have felt that because their midfield is a bit of a shambles. Their defense is a bit of a shambles. Marquinhos is actually playing defensive midfield, mm. and Thiago Silva is making mistakes left and right. So I would have felt confident with that. Yeah. Now I feel probably the same. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not really about this. Cavani Neymar being injured is giving us a whole big chance because they're going to score a goal, they're, if not two, because our defense is still not very good. They're going to score no matter what they put in front of us. It's how many can we score. And I think we'll score two, win the first leg 2-1. Yeah, you know, I agree with the scoreline for the first leg 2-1 for United. I do think that PSG will have more than the current state of the squad for the second leg. And home and away makes such a big difference in the Champions League knockout phase. We saw, you know, Barca, uh, sorry, PSG beat Barca 4-0 and then lose 6-1, for yep. example. So even if, you know, I think United 2-1 in the first leg is a, is a fair prediction. I think in the second leg, they could be, you know, I mean... Like, yeah. They could easily lose that game if Neymar, Cavani, and co. are back at full strength. Sorry sorry to Liverpool fans, but I just feel that the way we feel about Liverpool in the league is how I feel about PSG in the Champions League. Oh, 100%. I feel they have that thing where they are going to be perennial underachievers in the Champions League, and it's just a feeling I get. Well, the, they'll feel that way until they win it. Yeah. Like, right. It's as simple as that. They fail every time. And their remontanda doesn't help, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Bolduari Shea... Why well, uh, talking about the six-four? It's called the Ramontanda. Oh, okay. I was right. going to be like, who's Ramontanda? <laughs> it's a new position. Sorry, man. Yeah. It is a difficult position for PSG to be in because I think the investment they've made is to win the Champions League. And so there's so much pressure on every Champions League match they play. And then yeah. there are 250 million players out injured in the first knockout phase. Like, it's a whole other year wasted. Yeah. And God knows if Neymar is going to be there next year or Mbappé. And yeah. it's just the chances are slipping away. And they're almost them and City are in similar positions, Champions League wise. City just have been dominating domestically that it's okay, but and PSG obviously have, but in League One it's not the same thing. So yeah. I just feel their City PSG are in this race that this is their time. Right. So one of them needs to win it. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I'll just I want to ask about Neymar 
222 million. You, someone asks, is it a waste of money? And sure. I mean, talent wise, this is one of the best players in the world, not the third best player in the world, second, whatever. So, yes, a high fee makes sense in that case. But when I look at it and I go, 222 million, right? And you said they're built, they've done this to win the Champions League. But am I the only one who feels like they should have maybe spent 100 million on someone, 100 million in the midfield, 100 million in defense, and actually built a squad to win the Champions League? No, you're things? not. By any means, the only person who thinks that it's obvious. They, you know, they used to have a very strong central midfield. They used to have Thiago Mata with Verratti and Rod. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, which one? <laughs> yeah, Verratti. Right. The whole squad. Um, Thiago Mata, we could do actually. At some they point. don't have a midfield. They don't have a midfield. How old is he and, now? He's like thirty-eight. Forty. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. And and Thiago Silva, who you know, when they bought him, was one of the world's best centre backs. Has not been for the last two three years. Mm. So. You can't just buy an attacking, you know, a, for, a left forward and shove him up front with, you know, Cavani and Mbappe and expect to win the Champions League. Well, it just doesn't work. That's like why that. Liverpool tried to. That's how Liverpool tried to win the league before the defense in the midfield and they couldn't. It's similar to that. Because you almost just have to make sure that... Because in League One, your defense doesn't have to be stellar. Fine. Mm-hmm. But in the Champions League, in the knockout state, you cannot get away with a Madrid or a Liverpool or a City when you're leaking goals. It's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, what else? Roma's playing Porto. Um, this one is one of the less glamorous ties, I guess. Roma have been in a horrendous run of form. They've just not been up to the standard. Porto have a chance here for sure. Yeah, um, Roma, they're just so inconsistent. You just don't know what they're going to get, what you're going to get. I mean, they'll do better at the Olympico than they will do away. So they kind of have to win this maybe 2-3-0 if they have a chance. Because I think Porto will beat them at home. Yeah, wasn't it just last season where they, they lost 4-1 away to Barcelona yeah. and then they won 3-0 at home? Yeah, yeah with the Manola, uh, Manola Manola's header. header. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of the greatest pieces of commentary oh. ever done. It was an unbelievable <laughs> game, unbelievable night. It was one of the great Champions League moments, but yeah. not this time. Could be, it could be a day to be fresh again, you know, because they might have lost their luster for the league, but they could bring it up for That's the Champions true. League. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Ajax are hosting Madrid. I'm really excited about this, this draw. Yeah, Barca well, fans are making sure that Frankie de Jong, this is his leaving uh, present to Ajax by knocking Madrid out of the Champions League. Yeah, I, I think when this was drawn, Ajax would have felt a lot more confident than they do now. Yes. We're just getting, this always happens with the Real Madrid. Terrible first half of the season, but gets to the second stage of the Champions League and they start growing into form. And they beat Atleti this weekend and they were excellent. Um, and Ajax might be in trouble here if Real Madrid continue this, this run of Vinicius form. has been on a great run. He is... What, 18? 18. It's insane how young that kid is. He took on experienced uh, defenders against Atleti. He roasted them. He absolutely dominated them. He is going to get better and better. And if he just improves a little bit, it's going to be scary. I, I would have said that Ajax <clears throat> would have been favorites for this. If not, that they got beaten, what, 7? 6-2. 6-2 by PSV and grandfather of Van Persie got a brace or something like that. Well, I think I it was Feyenoord... So, yeah. Well, they got, yeah, they got yeah. beat by whichever team yeah, yeah. Van Persie's on. Like, sure. No, which one that is. <laughs> I think it's fair. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Right. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I think, you know, Real have had their way with Ajax in the past. And <laughs> Ajax have conceded a lot of goals recently. There's a lot of there's a lot of tension in the league positions. Ajax, I think, one or two right now. A very tight race. And they just had a big defeat recently in the title race. Right. Benzema has also come back into form. Yeah. He's been playing very well. He has. Real have been playing well. And I think Real have clicked at just the right time. They are motivated for the Champions League. They won this competition four years out of the last five. <laughs> I don't think Ajax have any chance of it. If they game. win it five out of six, everybody pack up because this would be just the best 
set of players the world has yes. ever seen. The, the, it would be so annoying. There's just no way around it. I'm sorry, Barcelona, as much as I love Messi and Barcelona over Madrid, if you win five out of six and there's basically six, seven players core there that have played all of these seasons, how can it not be the best team we've ever seen? Uh-huh. Impossible. Like in history books, I know you might say they don't play well, but in ten years when no one freaking remembers how they won them, and you look back at the history books, you're like, obviously the, the team that won five out of six is the best team we've the, ever seen. Well, we already team. look at the the Stefano. This happened off off air. Okay, <laughs> the Stefano team as the greatest with six in a row. So yeah. that's how history. Books history it's really yeah. unfair that they've won thirteen Champions Leagues straight up. Yeah. yeah. If if Santi Solari wins the Champions League with Real Madrid. Lopetegui is going to feel like even more of an idiot than he because it just means anyone can. That's what I mean. If Solari wins it, then every manager on this planet needs to go and get that job because they yeah. will win the Champions just, League. Just persuade Florentino to it. keep you for long enough. But Give if it there is to a, Allardyce. Go oh, for free. Finally, Allardyce. Yes. But <laughs> if there is a potential upset special on in, of this week or this match day or whatever, this is probably the closest one to it. Yeah. I don't know. I think United beating PSG is quite... It's not an upset special anymore. Because it's not that, anymore, yes, but two weeks ago? Well, two, two months ago, two yeah. Months. But I don't now, know. Now, if I can say United are going to win a game, it's not an upset. I think, I feel there's something about the possession game of Ajax that potentially could upset them. Even though <laughs> I doubt it would happen, but if we'll it get, does, We'll get special. to another big upset later on uh, but uh, that I think anyways. But spurs Dortmund, I think, will be one of the best games of this round. Um, so, I don't know. This one is difficult. They both have a really good attack. Spurs, I think, have a slightly better defense. Dortmund have, again, Richet, similar to what you said with the Ajax. You watched his game on the weekend. Um, what yes, happened there? Dortmund, the last two games they played, one in the German Cup and then one in the German League. So the most recent one was the German League, and they threw away a three-goal lead. In mm. the Cup, they kept going Whoa, up. whoa, you can't just leave it there, bro. It was more dramatic than that. They <coughs> were 3-0 up until, like, the 75th minute. Yeah, it was a complete, like, throwaway. Like, they threw this game away. They threw two points away at home, nonetheless. But in the cup as well, that was also at home. They kept mm-hmm. going. It was like one nil. Then the other team came back one one. They went up two one, two two. They went up three two, three three, and they lost mm-hmm. the penalties. Mm-hmm. So and those are both at home. And I think the Spurs team they look very very busy in attack. I think they can easily score home and away against this Dortmund team. Yeah. So no. if their attacks even out, then it comes down to a battle of defense. The, the important thing is that Dortmund's center back pairing was consistent for a very long time, and now Okanji, who's their best defender, has been injured, and they're playing Julian Weigel in there. Really? Yeah, Weigel's been playing at center center defense, and that's not a, he's a defensive midfielder. He's not a defender. He has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. He's also little, I think. So stick Llorente on him and just nod it down. Yeah, but Llorente is also the worst player in the league. So. Well, granted. Um, <laughs> so these games are all happening this week. So we're on a Monday now. It's happening Tuesday, Wednesday. The week after, since they split the Champions League now into two weeks, um, a lot of really good games too. Liverpool, Bayern. This one, if Liverpool don't show up, this could be, you know, Liverpool need to show up. This is not going to be, again, two months ago, this was a walk in the park. We all said Liverpool easy, the form they're in, the way they're playing now, I don't know. I'd still back Liverpool to beat Bayern Munich. Especially, I mean, the first game is at home. They're not not showing up at Anfield, Champions League night, you know, under the floodlights. I know it's all cliche, but it does. That Mm. atmosphere that they are able to create, we saw it last season in the Champions League, it can be special and it can intimidate teams. And Bayern, although you think they should have the experience to deal with a situation like that, a lot of their team is actually quite young now. You've got mm. Goretzka, you've got Nabry, you've got uh, who's playing on Kimmich. the left, Komen, Kimmich. Yeah, Kimmich should be able to deal with it. But you mix that with the, the immobility of their defence 
And I think they could be in trouble. Absolutely. The first first game is at Anfield, and I think you know this could ease. Like if Liverpool get an early goal in this game, right. this could end up being a four nil five one kind of game. Oh no, no, very easily. Yeah, not not that bad. I can see Bayern being complacent here. The thing is, Liverpool can have those games. You, like, yeah. it could happen. I think the, they could. They're just not going to have that game against Bayern Munich. All it's right. not. There's not going to be that game against Bayern Munich. We'll see. Um, this is the upset I was talking about. Leon Barca, I think, actually could be one of the upsets here because Barcelona. I don't know, man. Like, I've watched them a few weeks now in a row, and I don't know how, with all the names on the team sheet, how Messi still needs to carry this team. They've got Coutinho's and Dembele's. I know he's been injured for a bit. Rakitic's, Busquets, um, Artur's, Alenia coming through. It's Suarez, PK. Like, you, you know you know who plays for Barcelona. Yeah. So, how does... I was going to put Rakitic in there. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. I thought it was just Messi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's what it seems like at, at times. And we've seen them against... Uh, who was it when Messi didn't play recently in midweek? Bilbao? Yeah. They, you're they Valencia. Nil-nil. No, Bilbao, Messi played. The game before, mm, Valencia had to come on, score two goals or whatever. It's just... If he doesn't show up for whatever reason, Leon have a good enough team to deal with this. We've seen them do it against City. Yep. They could do it. This could be an upset. Yeah, yeah. Over two legs, though. Um, I mean, Barcelona did lose 4 0 to PSG in one of those legs. Sure, but my, my yeah, thing with, that well, happen? that was a Neymar Barcelona as well. My thing with Barcelona is I feel like if push comes to shove, they will do it. This team beat what? Would they beat Real Madrid 4 0, 5 0 this season without Messi in the first classical, something right. like that? If push comes to shove, and they we'll will see. do this. We'll see. Um, I think Valverde's job is on the line here. Really? With this one. Yeah. <laughs> with Ronald Koeman he, he, in the he really, he really splits the, the fan base. They're, they just, you can't tell what's going on If he wins the league there. again, I don't think anyone's going to Yeah, win. yeah. But to be fair, they have also been slipping recently. Madrid are slowly creeping. They're only six points behind. Six points, yeah. And the Classico um, coming up. Exactly. So very easily, Madrid could somehow just pull the carpet from underneath their feet. Um, Atleti versus Juve. Brilliant tie as well. Very old men running around the field. <laughs> Very old men. Um, it's going to be slow, It's, but it's going to be physical, tactical, physical. physical. Yeah. It, it might be a good watch, but yes, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of youth. It's, it's a chess game. It's yeah, a chess it's a game chess for game. sure. This, exactly. is, this is Ronaldo against Atletic. This is, this is a rematch. Ronaldo and Godin and... Jimenez. Kim, yeah. Chiellini and... Well, if you had said two weeks ago, Again. I would have said this would have been very, very tough. Yeah. Like, very, very tough. With the way Kalini and Bonucci are coming back into the team, that was a problem that Juventus had. They get those guys back, and Atleti are a shambles. Forget Real Madrid. Yeah. I think it was the game before or the one before that where they lost and they just looked disheveled. If that's the team that shows up, this will not be close. This might end up 3-0 on aggregate or something like that, which is not close for an Atletico Madrid team, yeah. by the way. I don't mean a normal team. But as long as Kalini and Bonucci are in there for Juventus, Juventus are favorites for me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you've also got Chesney, who's a beast. Absolute beast. Um, Schalke versus City. This, don't don't tune in. Um, <laughs> there's other better games to watch. Again, if I'm Schalke, I'm defaulting the first leg. The home game. 3 0. To limit the away goals to 3. Yeah, yeah. That gives, you the, gives you the best chance. And then you hope that Pep plays like a second string. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe, maybe there's a hope. If there's a time for hooliganism before a game, <laughs> this is it. Schalke attack the team bus. That's the only thing you can do at this point. That's yeah. it. Do you yeah. think City are going to score more than 10 goals over two legs? Yes. <laughs> I would say seven. Yeah, seven, seven seems reasonable. Seven or eight. I think three seven and four. Three I call three four. and four. Three first leg, second leg is just easy walk in the park. I mean, I they can do three four goals in like 15 minutes. So I wouldn't be shocked. Yay. Wow. Um, let's uh, talk about this side of the Atlantic. Sure. Toronto FC. We're a few weeks away from the start of the season. If mm-hmm. that, even, I think. And, um, Which season, MLS or Canpio? 
Well, well, talking about Toronto right. FC, so oh. MLS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they can't be in both. Um, not yet, anyway. There were rumors at the start. That they go into mm-hmm. Canadian well, Premier League? No, 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 KFC like KFC 2. Ah, okay. Yeah, right. fair enough. Um, so, obviously, this has been a big uh, off-season of, of change. Jovinko has gone to Saudi Arabia. As off-season of discontent. Week. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, St. Ricketts has gone. Nearly said Rowan Ricketts. And Tosain scored a hat-trick yesterday. For who? For his, his new team? I him on Instagram. He scored a hat-trick for his new team. For his team. Lithuanian team? He, is it Latvian or Lithuanian? Uh, one of the two. Uh, well, Eastern Europe. I'm not going to yeah. say the same thing like someone... Uh, Baltic. Alex, your hometown. It was Baltic. Baltic. Lithuanian, yes, yeah. Um, anyway... Toronto FC have needed to replace some some pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've made one and a half signings. So Terence Boyd came in from Darmstadt in, in Germany. He's American. He's a striker who is better than Jordan, Jordan Hamilton, but not but as good. Is it? Not as well, exactly. But not as good as Josie Altidore. So he's like a reasonable backup option that is going to be better than to St. Ricketts. I'm waiting for him to tell us who the half is because it sounds like a midget <laughs> or like a half human being or something. I'm just waiting to talk about the Mesut Ozil to Toronto FC rumor. Oh, we did. We did. I want to talk about it again. Okay. <laughs> well, if if Toronto FC do not pull off the uh, the third designated player signing that they're trying to pull off, which is Alejandro Pozuelo huh? from Genk, apparently he played for Swansea at some point and failed. Yes, oh, yes, because that name that name yes. is very familiar. When yes. you said it, I went, I know who that is. And he was terrible for them, but that was some years ago. He's like 27 now. Oh, so Emilio Michu was alive. <sighs> Love a bit of Michu. Where is Michu? He retired. Oh, that's sad. He's yeah. on top of the mountain. Where are you? Michu, Michu, Michu. Oh, well done. Good. Well done. Well done. Uh, I'll meet you there after. Um, anyway, they're trying to get this done. Genk are top of the league and like aiming for Champions League qualification, and they don't want to let him go. So we'll see. Oh, he's that good. Well, I'm sorry. This is a mess. This is an absolute. It is a bit of a mess. mess. So Ozil, Ozil coming. Uh, Season ticket if, wise, if Ozil shows up at TFC, so, may he go straight to goal? Would straight, he be straight sick? to goal status? Well, yeah. Would he still be sick though? What, sick? If he, what if he couldn't even make the squad? Well, see how cold it is. Definitely, he'll be basically, sick. Basically, Giovinco needs to start getting very, very worried about his goal status in MLS. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Pretty much. All right, so we've got uh, our quiz coming up on uh, Wednesday. This two week? days time. In two days time on the what's the date? Uh, the February thirteenth. You should come, except Uh-oh. you can't because it's sold out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Unless you're already coming. Unless you're coming. Unless you're is. watching the Champions League games and then hanging Bernie, out. Or... No. Oh, no. No. We we literally oh. Oh. have no space. Oh, I wasn't talking about the people listening wow. in England and flying in or anything oh, like and, that. And to our to our listeners, that's exactly why you sign up early. That is. It's too bad you miss out now. You're yeah. gonna miss out on all the secrets you could have bought your Valentine the next day. Yeah, that's true. Moomoo's. We're giving relationship advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Between rounds. Yeah, yeah, I think we should do that. If anyone's got any problems, just shout them out and we'll, we'll deal with them. <laughs> All right. And then, yeah, Champions League this week. More Premier League next week. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Bye. See ya. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Thank you.